welcome, welcome to the Basically Brown podcast. Another week of us talking all things brown. We're your host. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Shakira. And as always, we have a nice show prepared for you. Shakira, how was your week? Uh, my week has been good. I've been telling people, more people about the podcast. Uh, but then I'm kind of like, because I told some of my coworkers too, so I'm like, oh, snap, uh, make sure <laughs> make sure <laughs> I have good weeks. <laughs> But no, my week has been pretty good. Um, kind of hectic at work, but going with the flow. I so how's that. yours been? Um, it's been cool. Last night, um, me and my friend went out for girls' night, and I kind of got mad because Red Lobster just isn't what it used to be. <laughs> it like the food was the lobster, not the lobster. The crab was like really cold on the outside like the shells and it, it just felt like they didn't put the love into it and I don't know if it's just hey I'm getting older and I um I don't like red lobster I don't know if Beyonce kind of messed it up <laughs> <laughs> so I um but other than that it's been good it feels like the week's been going by very fast and I'm okay with that yes yeah but it's been a good week it's been a good week nothing I was trying to think if that had anything crazy this week but no I <laughs> It's been good. That's good. Right. Good weeks are good. It is. It is. Um, so let's jump right into it. We're talking brown bosses. And brown boss is a segment where we discuss someone of color um, who's just doing the thing, bossing, owning it. So if you or somebody you know is a brown boss and would like to be featured on the show, please send us an email at the basically brown podcast at gmail.com and you may be featured on the show. So who you got this week? Okay. So I have a brown boss and they have, it's a, it's a brown owned uh, chocolate company and they make, it's in New York. They have um, lots of different types of goodies that they make. Um, I kind of just found them. Um, on Instagram, and I, I didn't get to look into them as much, but um, yeah, they're based in Harlem. I'm sorry, New York, New York. Um, and you can find them at HarlemChocolateFactory.com. Okay, speaking of chocolate, um, my brown boss this week, her name is Tanisha, and she is in the St. Clair area in Illinois, so St. Clair County. Uh, she runs out of Belleville. She has a company that she's called. She started called Tea's Tasty Treats. Tea's Tasty Treats, and <laughs> um, and she does caramel cakes and uh, strawberry pu- strawberry puddings, strawberry banana puddings, regular banana puddings, an Oreo lasagna. Like her oh, cakes, wow. yeah, they're awesome. And she delivers for a small fee in the Saint Clair County area. That's in Illinois. Um, she's on Facebook. It's Tea's Tasty Treats. And I think that's pretty cool. We actually used to work together um, when I was still living in Illinois. And it was cool to see her branch out and do her own bakery business because I didn't even know she baked. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'd known her for like a year. But both of our brown bosses who make scrumptious uh, chocolates and also desserts will be listed in this episode so you can find out more details on them indeed yeah okay so 
this week for our brown bag talk we're going to be talking about um basically it's kind of like the the whole wendy williams thing and her husband that she's got going on she's though allegedly she's going to get in a divorce so our brown bag talk is it's cheaper to keep him till i'm fed up so the backstory from what i gather is he's had a mistress for like 12 at least 10 plus years and Wendy has dodged allegations that he's been cheating on her for years. She's like, oh, you know, until you see my ring gone, we good. Don't be worried about my stuff. (laughs) And everybody's saying, like, no, your husband's cheating on you. He's bringing her out on vacations with Wendy. And she was just letting it go. But now, allegedly, his mistress has a baby that they just had. And he's the father. So. She's gone from mistress to side baby mama. And Wendy ain't playing that, allegedly. Um, (laughs) So now she's filing for divorce. So let's talk. Is it really cheaper to keep them? What keeps a woman with a man? Though they've been married for like 20 plus years. But what really keeps a woman with a man who's doing something like this to her? Honestly, I think it's just you're just comfortable with that person. Like, okay, we've been through the fire. You can see, like, sometimes I think we look at, we glorify, like, certain situations. Like, we done been through the fire and the mud and all of this and all of that. And it's like, okay, well, I'm used to this man. I know this man. I've been with this man for years. Like, this woman is just a temporary person, like. You know, so they kind of just, I think it's like, like I said, just being comfortable with that person and also maybe a little bit of, uh, well, that, that can take a, take a toll on your esteem and confidence as well. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, but I don't know, like. I don't understand, and I, I'm thinking about what she said, like, from what I've seen on the blogs and everything. She's like, well, until my ring is gone, don't worry about it. Why do we, if, okay, if your man is cheating on you and there are pictures circulating and you, you've known this for years, why are we still, why do we as women still put value in, oh, well, you know, she may have his body, but I have this piece of material that symbolizes he loves me more even though he's showing how he feels about me by disrespecting me why do we put so much emphasis on and I'm not saying we like you know you or I but but it's like oh well you know I'm mocking his last name is that really a good thing to have (laughs) like (laughs) is it I I think it's just, like, for someone, it's, like, looked at as a loss. Like, I lost to another woman instead of looking at it as, like, okay, maybe looking at it from a beneficial standpoint. Like, instead of looking at it as a loss, maybe it was dead weight or whatever, whatever, however you want to look at it. But instead of 
we we take it as a loss. Like this woman stole my man, she stole my life. We had a good marriage. Clearly, they didn't. But no, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, Couldn't I'm have. just saying, like that's how we tend to think about it. And I think if we looked at it as like, okay, well, maybe this wasn't the person for me, and what lesson can I learn from all of this? We maybe we can stop putting up with because people are only going to do what you put up with anyways yeah like what you allow yeah Yeah. I agree with that um but I I don't know I I think with us as women we'll put up with a little bit we'll put up with a lot of it rather (laughs) to avoid the public embarrassment because we're worried about what people think you know when um when you get married, you're only supposed to get married one time. And, you know, that's you're breaking your promise to God if you get divorced. So rather than rather than have some self-respect for you, you're worried about what people on your Facebook are going to say or Instagram. And, oh, girl, what happened? Send me a message real quick. I'm going to call you real quick. Yeah. I, I yeah. hate saying that on. Um, I really do. I hate seeing things like that. And that's why. I feel like people should be private with their relationships a lot of the time because when things do go sour, it's always everybody's in your business. Now, when you're posting pictures about you in love and happy, like if she was posting happy pictures with her and Kevin, nobody would bat an eye. She'd probably have like 3,000 likes. But this scandal, it's like, oh, girl, Wendy, what's going on? But that's with anybody. Um, So would you allow, would you allow something like that? Like, okay, you're married, you've been married for 20 plus years, and your husband just out here wilding. Maybe not on the, the scale of Wendy's husband, but he's out here wilding, and people in, in your, where you are know he's cheating on you and whatnot. Would you, would you stay in a relationship like that just to keep up an appearance? And also um, a family, because remember, she's got a son. Even though he's 18, that's the son that they share. So... Would you keep up with the, would you stay married in that sense? Or in a, in a relationship, rather? Um, I want to say what I'd like to do because I've never necessarily been in that situation. I like to think of myself as a strong brown woman. Amen, sister. It's <laughs> to say Preach. like... I'm not going to allow this man to do this to me. And no, I'm going to stand up for myself. I know there's another wonderful man out there. I'm going to do my Sierra prayer and I'm going to get me a Russell Wilson. <laughs> not your like, Sierra prayer. <laughs> okay. I would, I would like to uh, think of myself as that, but I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes when we as women are emotionally involved and invested in a relationship, we keep, we let people get over and that we we take we let them get more chances like with the guy if we were to dish out the same type of pain and hurt they would be done like but we as women we tend to say oh he didn't mean it he's sorry like I love this man we're gonna be okay like we give more chances we're more nurturing and forgiving so and and maybe it's to each his own like yeah, you should forgive him, but that doesn't necessarily equate that I'm going to stay with you. I can forgive you and be by myself, but again, that's all on the person. Like, 
if that person is okay with that. But um, go ahead. I I mean, just to avoid the public shame, like eventually that's sh- that's gonna just make you unhappy. It's gonna be take an effect on you. Yeah, because people are gonna be looking at you and calling you dumb, and like like you've honestly said, the righteous thing would be, oh yeah, I'm strong. I don't need I don't need this. There's plenty of fish in the sea, what have you. But we as women don't like our time wasted. Right. And I'm sure like everybody's been there. If I've invested my my time into you, you think I'm just gonna let you go and run off with uh with Ebony over there? No, I think not. Yeah. Like um you look at women like um Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa. She he cheated on her. Now she um she had talked about getting divorced for a, I think she said she was gonna get a divorce, but then end up staying, or maybe she just stayed with him the whole time. I can't remember. But nevertheless, and it's it's not even just her, it's a lot of celebrity women. It's a lot of women, period. If I've invested years and years into you, I'm not just gonna let somebody come and take what I've built. Right. I picked you up out the gutter. You had crust in your eyes when <laughs> I met you. What she said? I wiped your face. You feel me? Like, Let me upgrade you. Yes. Beyonce too. You think yeah. she would go? You think she was going to divorce Jay Z? Exactly. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But I do think it comes a point where a woman's just fed up. Um, and I think that's it's a case by case scenario for each woman when it's just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm tired and I don't have to take this. I'm cool. Like, and I'm glad she's found it. How do you feel that, how do you feel cheating affects us in the Brown community? Like we feel like we have to, the time is of the essence uh, theory. Like, okay, well, you've wasted my time and I'm not going to let another woman get the time that I've invested in you and you go, go off and have some great life with her. No, you're going to stick it out with me just because you cheated on me or whatever you did to me. We're going to rock through it and I'm going to reap the benefits of the work I've put in. How do you feel that affects the Brown community? Um, I kind of battle with this because I go back and forth whether it's like, oh, you should stick it out, you know, like you should forgive people grow. But then it's like really hard when it's continuous. Mm. Like um, I'm all for like fool me once. Okay, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And of course, I well for women sometimes we we do look like ninety seven shame on you, but <laughs> but it's really hard. I think it goes based on the person because some people can they can tolerate, or maybe sometimes it takes one or two and three times to for them to get it right. But you have to see, I have to see that change, that ambition to change. So with it take, like, if it takes two or three times to get something right for you, not for you, but like 
as brown women, like, do we say, okay, well, I understand you were going through that boy phase and I'll keep you around until you're ready to be a man? Or do you let go and then wait for them to come back and be that man that you knew they could be this whole time? That depends on the woman. Like, it, it, it's, I, I I encourage people to make their own decisions, whatever is best for you. Some people feel like, yeah, I'm going to stick it out. I know I'm going to be here for you. I don't want anyone else to do it, so I'm going to do it. But then some people also feel like I'm better than this. I deserve better than this. And they don't want to wait around. So in some cases, I have waited around yeah, way past their prime. And in some cases, you know, I just cut the cord really quick. But you kind of have to know who to be patient with and who who is just, you just see no potential for growth. They're just, that's who they are. They're showing their character. I feel that. Um... I've... Oh my god. And I um you know it's happened to me before too. I've had an ex tell me when he was like doing his dirt. He said he used to say to me like when we um like when we were just friends after after the whole cheating and stuff cuz I feel like when you when you care about somebody enough even even if they're not for you, they can still serve purpose in your life. So when me and this guy broke up, he was saying how if I had met you in a different por- in a different part of my life, it would have been better. And now, apparently, he's with a girl that he can be faithful to, and I'm happy for him. And even if that wasn't that person wasn't me, and that's great. But I'm kind of I feel blessed a lot. Well, not kind of I do feel blessed because I didn't stick around and just let him continuously cheat on me like a dumbass. Yeah. Like, I I feel like what's for you is for you, and maybe that wasn't the person for you, but that was the lesson for you. Mm. Like, I I, I know, like we said, it was like a case-by-case basis, but sometimes there's anything that's unhealthy. Like, if you're continuously getting cheated on or abused or verbally abused physically whatever like and you're talking about sticking it out like I don't encourage that no um but then I don't encourage anything unhealthy but do you kind of feel like like for me a little bit of it was wondering not not long but for a minute like wondering like okay well what is it about her that made you want to stay and be faithful and I don't know if he he's 100% faithful to this day. I know early on in their relationship he wasn't, but, you know, what is it about this girl that makes you feel like you can be faithful when I was doing everything right? I, I think, like, it's all in that person. Like, we as women want to say, like, what was I not doing at home? Mm-hmm. What could I have done better? But I think it's all in that person. Like, he said, like, at that time, it just wasn't a good time in his life. Like, maybe he was focused. He wasn't focused on settling down. Or, you know, he had other outside influences where that was encouraging him to do whatever. 
and that wasn't his focus. And now I'm at this part of my life. I'm my career is straight. Like I have my friends are getting married. Now I'm like, I I like a I definitely think it's like like he said a, a time in your life you could be getting over a breakup and the next person that you really like you can't emotionally invest yourself in mm-hmm. so like you want to keep them close but and you don't want to lose them but you you know you can't like it's not all the way there i think it's like little things like that too okay it makes sense you made it make sense um so let me ask you this um allegedly he during his relationship his marriage to wendy there was a singer and i can't remember the singer's name but it was on the breakfast club it was discussed and he this singer did an interview um about kevin coming into his condo that he, condo that he was staying in high one night and doing him in the booty he ate his booty did him in the booty and had an affair with like had sex with him not an affair but had sex would the scenario change for you if your man you found out your man had had an affair on you with another man i would be deeply hurt like but would you would you be talking about a second chance (laughs) <laughs> I mean and it's not like it's not to bash gay people or anything like that it's just a serious question why would would you would you stay or would you go again like I said I want to <laughs> I want to I don't Shakira, I don't stop no Shakira stop lying in a certain situation Shakira, stop okay lying. okay <laughs> Okay, turn okay. No, seriously, like you, the man you're with right now, it turns out that he had an affair with a man. Are you leaving this man? Absolutely. <laughs> I feel you. In that very that would, that would be that's that's really scary actually cuz there's so many undercover Yeah, no. It down low um people gentlemen i would i would ask like a million questions but i still feel like i would have to do my own thing like i i can i'm not able to satisfy you clearly i mean not like that but it's like you don't want a woman you want a guy well what if it was like a like a drunk night just one time that type of thing but we're, I mean, how do you say? How do you say? Like it was a drunk? No, nah, because we always say, "Oh, it was a drunk night." We don't want to blame it on a drunk. But drunken mind tells sober thoughts, and I feel like, like it just gives us liquid courage. So, so this is something you've been wanting to do for a while. Okay, but it it still falls in the line of cheating. Should it really matter? Because think about it. Even if you're if your man cheated on you with a woman, it's like okay. Apparently, you're not doing something at home to satisfy anyway. That they had to step out on you to go rock with somebody else. Should it matter if it's a man or a woman? It it should it shouldn't matter. But it's also like I you not only cheated on me, but like. You gay? Are you really? Are you really gay though? 
how can you say, oh, it was just a drunk night? Like, how do you drunk fuck somebody? In, I mean, <laughs> in, in the booty, like... Just like you drunk, so, just like you drunk fuck no. somebody in the vagina. No, yes, no, yes. You you know you know a, <laughs> I don't a know girl's <laughs> booty from a man's booty. Okay, like, okay. So let's let's change it. All right. So let's say <laughs> drunk fucking a girl's booty. I mean, it's it's, it's both. I, it's, I, I it's feel, ass. I would feel better just because it's like okay. But I would also lose faith in myself because it's like, <laughs> how could I have not known this? Or how how can one? I feel like a woman knows when her man is cheating. Like we have a feeling. Sometimes we don't want to admit it. We want to ignore the red flags. But if you might have that feeling, but to find out that it's also a guy, like I. I, I don't I would I would it's totally kind of need to detach. Well, it's kind of crazy because we we said that you know it's cheaper to keep them or keep her or whoever. It's cheaper to keep them because of well, one of the reason being you know the embarrassment or whatever. But we both admit that we let somebody go, and it wouldn't be cheaper to keep them if they were doing something of that sort like if they were having if their lover was a man uh, I don't know how this got to the conversation <laughs> <laughs> but I also think I also think like women are just getting smarter now too because um he had a baby so it's not like it's like when you in divorce court you can use that as a big excuse like with with Michael Jordan's wife, she 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 knew he he was cheating. He got big, he got rich. Once once whatever point reached, once she divorced him, she was able to get that money. Like, okay, it sucks that I'm leaving you, but I'm leaving you with like I'm rich. I'm I'm straight. I also know I've heard this one lady, her man was continuously cheating on her, and she just played it cool the whole time, and and she like. The money he would give her to pay the mortgage and all the bills and everything, she would pocket it. She wouldn't pay the bills. And then one day when he went to work, he came back. The whole house was cleaned out. She moved out. She took the kids. She left the divorce papers there. Like, I think women are just getting smarter. And and because it's, it's easier to, I don't know. I think I just think women are getting smarter. Like, yeah, it sucks that we got to go. Like, we got to split. But I'm going to leave with something. Well, you know what? That goes back to that um that you know who Blue Contrell is. Hey, ladies, if your man wanna get buck wild, just go back and hit him up style. Do you remember that song? Yeah, yeah. We we've been doing stuff like that, or at least talking about it in our songs. Um, but Wendy's not gonna. From what I hear, Wendy's not gonna be able to do all that because even though he had a baby outside of their marriage. He can, from what I've read, he can, um, he can do something with the divorce where, because you know she was on drugs and stuff, so he can say, "Oh, that's the reason why I was doing what I was doing because she was in drugs and and living in a sober house." Yeah, but I don't know. I 
it's it's hard I mean I also know a lady I mean of course I feel like if you cheat on me like that's hurtful enough and then to have a baby like man that's that's just I don't know yeah no I know yeah uh, and then it I- either way like either a, a kid or a, another guy like that's that's probably like the breaking point like it's gonna be a hurtful goodbye but this gotta happen yeah I feel all that and it but I guess it all comes down to what what you're willing to accept for yourself. Um, of course, the best apology is change behavior. Have they changed? Right. Do you feel like they're still going to do it? Um, again, I don't. I don't know if I could do the man thing. Well, I know. Never mind. I know I can't. <laughs> but um, but change behavior speaks volume. So to me, it's going to come down to love and can I can I look past certain things. And move on. But other than that, I'm taking half bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, oh, wait. So do you have anything else for this this part? Uh, I'm good. Okay. So brown bag talk is basically our freestyle. We want to hear from you. If you have a topic that you want to be considered for brown bag talk, it can be sent to our Gmail, our Instagram, uh, the basically brown podcast at gmail.com. Instagram is basically brown podcast. And then we're also on Twitter, and I can't remember the Twitter name. Uh, basically too brown. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> so um, message us with topics that we can discuss. Yes. Okay. So moving on, we're talking about love and all things love this week. And it's only fitting that our topic is basically ain't no loving like the love I got. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking um, love. Indeed. So when we discuss love, it's different types. It's um, it's you can you can love in a way that's positive. Like you can love like a friend. You can love like a family member romantically. Um, there's obsessive love. There's crazy stalkerish love. There's all types of loves. So, Shakira, to you, what is your definition of healthy love? Um, healthy love for me, I think, is being able to be my own self, um, like, and accept that. Also, like, just just being my own self like I have to have my own life um like I'm responsible for my happiness it's not like oh you have to make me happy no I'm happy you just add to my happiness um <laughs> like I learn from you you learn from me it's not like a possess possessive and crazy I like a little crazy but not like oh my gosh like you crazy crazy but, What's a little crazy? Like, like, I don't know. Like, okay, I don't even know how to explain it, but in a healthy way. 
because I don't I don't want to like have to go through arguments and stuff like that but it's like people know I'm yours and you ain't playing about me <laughs> type of no I feel it yesterday <laughs> I when I was I told you I went to a red lobster so I text my love and told him that I um that no I said I had made it to my friend's house he said okay so then we're waiting at Red Lobster to get our to get seated and he texts me and said the fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits what the fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits what do you mean dude like I need new friends <laughs> you guys suck okay <laughs> oh my gosh you ever seen the boondocks when uh granddad granddad brings miss crystal to dinner and he was gonna take her out to the red lobster with some coupons oh no i'm sorry dude what is wrong with y'all <laughs> <laughs> no you guys you guys really suck nobody can braid no <laughs> The, the four friends I made in school, nobody can braid. Nobody knows about the boondocks. I had to pull up the YouTube. Do, we'll talk after. Okay. Anyway, um, he had he had seen me on our on Find My Friend on iPhone mm-hmm. and knew that I was at Red Lobster. So he sent me a text and said, the fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits. And I hope somebody that listens gets that reference. Bring back my faith in humanity. You've never seen Boondocks, really? I've seen Boondocks, but I wasn't like a avid watcher. Ah, uh, okay. I'm about to pull your brown card. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to be something where, yeah, we, we're gonna have to put that into the show somewhere. <laughs> brown facts. Testing brown each week. Oh no! Because <laughs> you're losing your brown. How brown are you? <laughs> right. I can't. I'm sorry for interrupting. So, so you like your healthy love? But I love how when you describe your love, it always starts with self, and then you move out. Yeah. So when I, you know, asking you what is healthy love, you talked about you first, and then you went to relationships, and that's so important. Because automatically, if you ask somebody what is healthy love, the first thing they would talk about is relationships. And because we don't really think to self-love. We don't, it's not something that we put in the, I guess, love category. We automatically go to you plus another person. Yeah. And um, what you bring to the table versus what they have to bring to the table We'll know what they bring to the table for you, not what you both will bring and not what you bring as a whole heart. And I think that's cool that you, you're like, no, I got to start with me first. Yeah. It starts at home. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I told you like in the first podcast, like where I felt like I just had lost myself because of the things I was doing. Like I'm really big on. I want to be whole by myself. I want my other person to be whole by myself. Like, I don't want to be responsible for your happiness. You have your own friends. I have my own friends. But when we come together, like, we're a force and we're together. Like, it's teamwork. It's partnership. We handle bills. We talk about growth, you know. Like, that's Mm -hmm. healthy love to me is growing positively. Yeah, we're going to have 
debates and maybe arguments, but it's just respecting each other and being able to be alone and have your own life sometimes. Like, I feel that. When you're in a relationship, do you find it's hard, harder to be content with being alone when you have to be alone? Um, I do. Sometimes it's like, sometimes when I have nothing else to do, yeah, <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> okay, I ain't got nothing else to do. Why you ain't free? But, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes like, I don't know. I'm a big, I need to be by myself person. Sometimes like, uh, yeah, I want to be all up under you and cuddle and stuff, but like, I'm a clingy and a stand in a distant person. And I don't know how that really works, but you make it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, we said at the beginning there's different forms of love, and that's fine. So, oh, what's your idea of healthy love? Oh, my bad. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> A healthy love is just, I guess for me, is a balance in all spectres, but I don't know how to describe it. I mean, you did it so eloquently, <laughs> and it looks so nice. I, um, you know, I love me, but, to, okay, love, healthy love is not a controlling love. Yes. And... It's an understanding love and it it's a love that at the end of the day, like you said, it's like adding adding to it. Yeah. You're I can be whole without you, but you make me better. You're like the icing on my cake. Yeah. The cherry okay. on top. Yeah. yeah, like I don't, I'm big, like I don't want someone I have to take care of. Like, yeah, I, I'll be happy to do your laundry, but I don't have to do your laundry because you don't know how to or you just expect me to. Like, you got to be whole on your own. You got to hold your own. Yeah, I do it out of, I do it because I yeah. want to out of my love yeah. for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much basic. <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... How do you differ- differentiate your love? So what's the difference between, for you, for lo- it, what is the difference for you um, loving versus being in love? Um, for me, I think love, like, I think love kind of is a feeling, but also, but more so it's like, your actions and your commitment it's like a it's it's a commitment um so I think in love it's like those that feeling more so where you're just on on cloud nine you feel the butterflies you're just like on top of the world I think that's in love and I think in love can come in phases like sometimes you'll fall out of love but you still love that person and then sometimes you'll be in love again like you do something to make that spark but um, I think love in general is just a commitment, like kind of like the scripture says, you know, like being patient with someone, 
um, forgiving them, understanding, like accepting. Um, I, you just like you can love your family member. It's just not a romantic type of love. Like I still love you. I forgive you. You know, I understand you. I'm committed to loving you. Like because mm. you're this to me. You're someone special to me. Okay. Yeah, the the love for family is like a love that you have it's an organic love. Like you have yeah. to have that love. At the end of the day, no matter what, that love has to be there. You think about um people like children who their their parents were like serial killers or something. And when they do these I don't know if you watch that. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I watch stuff like that. Uh, for example, there's this guy, his name is uh, Dennis Rader, and he was the BTK killer, buying torture kill in Wichita, Kansas. I remember that. Yeah. And like, he had a whole family and kids that loved him, two daughters and whatnot. And they're like, oh my gosh. And then, but at the end of the day, that's their dad. And it's a, to me, there are certain loves that are just it's not going away. It's edged in stone. At the end of the day, in my core, I'm always going to love you because it's embedded in me. Right. Yeah. And then there's like your friendship love, which is like love that you, that you gain over time with just, Oh, well, you know, you my ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, homie. You know, that type of love. Um, and you know that that's the kind of love that's on condition but it's unconditional but it's really not it's like on condition you'll always have some type of love but it's not like like if you fucked me over yeah and you call me at three o'clock in the morning you know I might not get out of bed I might just look at my phone and go back to sleep <laughs> and call yeah. it an evening you know but um that's love that can be given and take away. Do you have friends that were your friends, but then you don't rock with them no more? Yeah, but you still like you like you don't wish them no bad, but you just don't mess with them no more. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. just they're just there. Like yeah, we, yeah, like, we used to be cool. They're just there, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, like I mean, you know, I wouldn't wish no bad on you. I still hope you succeed in life, but I just don't mess with you like that no more. Yeah, and it's and that's fine. So I think that's the yeah. conditional love. And then there's the being in love. For me, that's that's the love I find. I go out and seek. Yeah, the passionate love. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I like what I said. It's the love that's that we seek. We're two souls and we seek each other and then we talk. Yeah. I felt deep saying that, but, uh, <laughs> but it's true because it's like, well, maybe not finding, like you stumble upon and then it just hits you. No, I like what I said before. Your souls are walking. Everybody's soul is walking the earth and then a soul connects with a soul and then they form. But it's not the same thing as soul ties to me. Have you ever heard of soul ties? I have. Yeah, it's not that to me, but it's like the somebody's made for everyone. I wish people all had tattoos, <laughs> like you had a little I know. A number on you. And we could just match go up. Find my number. <laughs> yeah. That would just save so much more time. Well, it maybe. would. No, it would. <laughs> 
What if they're not in your state? Like, man. Dude, with like social media, oh, all you gotta do yeah. is go to the shade room, put your number in there, read through the comments, find your number, like it, and start a new life. Oh, you make it sound so easy. You're right. It should be. It really should be. I don't understand why life has to be complicated. I know. <laughs> hey, quick question. So, have you ever heard of the show? It's a. Uh, it's um. Shit. I asked for a reason. It's about where you get married and, well, no, you meet the per- person that's perfect for you based on science and questionnaires and stuff. And then you go get married. Is it love at first sight or marry, marry yeah. at first sight or something? Yeah. 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 Would you ever do something like no. that? Because if you think. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my mom watches that and she asked me if I would do something like that. And I'm like, no, because this is. <laughs> this is the person I have to be with for life like what if I don't like them they no because like if I'm on my deathbed okay say I'm on my deathbed like a week after we are married at first sight and they have to make these decisions like how I would want my will to be done if I want the plug to be pulled they have to make decisions as if they are me and they don't know me they just know my favorite color is red and that I like astrology like (laughs) No, I gotta know you first. But why wouldn't you if if you filled out all this? What if they lied? What if they? What if they? Okay, what if they are this person, but undercover? You're so angry. Undercover, they a secret killer. Like they in the cartel. Like what the heck do you mean, El Chapo? No. <laughs> nah, I I'm cannot. Good. I mean, what if they're not good in? Um, I mean, that kind of doesn't matter, but it kind of does, like... Does it? It doesn't. Is, it doesn't. Does that go with being... not? Nah, does it go with being in love? Do you have to love this to love that? No. I'm Like I said, like, okay, it's going to be hard. <laughs> it's hard when you don't know the person, and then you have... And you don't know the person, and you grow to love them. So it's like, okay, cool. But it's, like, hard when... I can't explain it. <laughs> not okay so what if you you met somebody and you're in love with everything about him you know his shoes matches his shirt matches his hat and his socks and then he you know he smells good and stuff and he's the perfect guy but you know <laughs> i i i look at it like this I feel like if you're this perfect person and I can see longevity with you, I need to like you first because if if we go in, if we deep dive, <laughs> if we deep dive and I don't like you, that's going to take a toll on everything. So I'd rather just like you for who you are and then, you know, that won't even matter. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna matter for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it won't. If you, if I really, if I really am like with a person, I'm like feeling you. You feeling me? Like <laughs> we vibe. The, it's it's okay. Dude, like I can I nah. can work with it. No, it's not okay. With with <laughs> certain conditions. <laughs> no. After you're married and you decide you and it's time for you to be with your husband, if he pulls down his pants and he has a bean a sausage hanging there, <laughs> stop it. How fast would you be at the courthouse talking about, you know what? Exactly. <laughs> I would, I would, I, I can't tell you what no, I would do. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't, not at all. 
<laughs> what a disappointment. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, so for the rest of my life, huh? <gasps> you know you're going to get cheated on. <laughs> Just so you're aware. Are you okay with that? You oh, might no. you might see me on somebody's Facebook just so you know. No, I if if I feel like it's gonna be that bad, like no, nah, I'm sorry, this this just isn't isn't gonna work. I'm sorry. Well, no, well, how would you know it's you won't know it's gonna be that bad? Exactly, that's it's why like... I'm never getting married at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> But just the opposite. It could be like a, a Vienna sausage versus a summer sausage. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, but as long as I whatever. Okay, so um, <laughs> what do you think is loving hard? Um, loving hard is like above and beyond type of love, but not to the point of crazy obsessionist like just for me it's like a knight in shining armor doing things I don't necessarily ask you to do and it goes back to things that you know you do because you want to do them that's loving hard to me and then it's like being the being the rock when I need a rock yeah that's hard love like when and it's not even like monetary things or doing things around the house. When I when I'm about to break down and lose it, where can I come to you and you not judge me? Yeah, and just pour it all out. Can I cry on your shoulder and it be all right? You know? Yeah. That's that's hard love because and I well, I like what you said about um not judging. It takes a lot to listen to somebody. And just let them talk and mm-hmm. you just listen and not give your opinion or bring it back to being about you. Right. So when when that, that's loving hard to me, like, okay, you're just the rock. We got each other's back. I, like Bonnie and Clyde, like that type of love. I got you. I I, I don't know. That, I mean, I guess everyone has their types of the different views of hard of loving hard when I think of like someone saying I love hard like to a degree I think is extreme selflessness like like you said um the knight in shining armor you do anything for you know the people you love um you'll drop what you need you put them first um Mm -hmm. like you want the best for them so you're always wanting to help out and do help out where you can um and and be what they need but I also think like sometimes loving hard it 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 comes in degrees because sometimes you can be jealous or like clingy and then you'll be like well I'm jealous because like I love you you'll say you'll try and use it as an excuse like well it's because of my love for you or something like that, or like you'll you'll just try and blame your bad behavior on on your expression of love. So sometimes, like I realize in myself, like I'll 
I'm taking more notice of it, but I'll like I'll be scared, like, okay, let's say, um what's an example? Like let's say I may be afraid, like you gonna something's gonna happen, you're gonna leave. So I'll I'll say try and control the situation out of and say it's out of love but that's not even love love isn't control so like it's I think we kind of try and say like I love hard as an excuse for some of our behaviors when actually some of our behaviors aren't done in love some of them aren't healthy um but I also think to a degree loving heart is good um it just shows you have a big heart um but Sometimes you you just have to make sure you're taking care of you because, like I said, if you love someone, you love them hard, you're going to want to put them first. You're going to want to put – do whatever you can to show them, like, I love the heck out of you or whatever. But sometimes that takes away from your own cup, and you got to make sure you're good and you're whole and you're not depleting yourself. And I think sometimes that's what living hard will do. Mm. So – you think loving hard does more bad than good? I'm not going to say that. Like, if, 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 I'm not going to say it does more harm. I just think it's like an extreme selflessness. And to a degree, sometimes it can veer in those, those ways. Because, you know, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve, like I said, and I'll do anything for you. You're first before I put myself first. Like, yeah, you you start and, and it can cre- create resentment because it's like, OK, I'm doing all of this for you. And if they're not loving you the same way you're you're loving them, like it's like I'm doing all of this for you. I'm giving all of myself and now I'm not happy. Mm. Okay. I feel that. And then as you talked, I guess, even though you say it's not um, necessarily unhealthy, I'm guessing loving hard can be used as a form of control for somebody who's naturally controlling. Um, You know, I love you so much. I'm gonna kill myself for you. Yeah. Uh, it, that's 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 what I mean when I said myself like I'm a very big control freak I think because like I want to make sure things go right so some I've noticed in my past relationships like I try and control a lot of situations and say it's out of love instead of letting people do what they do so I've been there so yeah so like I think we try and say I love hard to justify that behavior instead of correcting our behavior Mm. in those cases or getting out of situations where the love is just like not where it needs to be or your loves don't match yeah Ooh. okay (laughs) no it's okay (laughs) I, I don't know I just feel like you have to have a certain degree with loving hard like yeah it's okay to to be selfless and but and do whatever but you have to make sure you're happy too yeah so it all it all goes back home for you yeah. it all starts at the home yeah so is it safe for you to be the person loving hard or somebody else to love you hard and then you're the one loving soft 
Um, I think it should be acquitted. Like, if you're okay with that, yeah. But like, if if you know you want someone that loves hard and you got a person that loves soft, you're gonna start to resent that person eventually, because you know that's not what you want. And if you try and and if you try and change this person, like they gonna resent you. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. You can't change people. I, yeah. you know, I've been there, tried that. <laughs> you can't change how people yeah. are. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want some. I wouldn't want to be a person that loved hard and had somebody love soft, or vice versa, because, like you said, somebody's somebody's going to end up getting mad. Yeah, and it's going to be it's it's going to end up being unhealthy. It's going to end up being a problem because if you're the person who is the the hard lover, you're going to feel like you're being taken advantage yeah. of. Yeah. And when you're the soft lover, you're going to tend to do more to take advantage because naturally that's what people just exactly. do. Exactly. So, okay. Um, so, how do you, when you're in relationships, how do you measure how hard to love and how hard somebody's loving you? Like, okay, so how do you measure how hard to love someone based on how they're loving you um i've i I, i've been trying to like just love people how i love them or no okay so i try and measure like okay i don't know that's a good question i mean i guess put it out my head i know (laughs) i mean i guess i should have thought about it like I want to treat people how they treat me in the same degree, the way you, the way you can, um, like the way you respond to it or accept it, um, receive, how you can receive it. Like I might want words of affirmation, but you might want gifts. So I'll try and if you're giving me what I need, I'm going to try and give you what you need. Um, but I feel, but I also feel like if you're expecting, your your dishes cleaned and your clothes washed and me to love you and have sex five five hours every day and have my hair nice and all of this other stuff and the only thing you can give me is a few texts every day or a hug or whatever like no that's I'm gonna I'm gonna fall back Man, we should have started this podcast years ago. <laughs> I would have saved myself a lot of time. <laughs> Asking myself questions and trying to take some advice. <laughs> Could have saved a whole lot of time. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, this was me. This was me. But that's how you, but that's what you learn from. Like, you, if this would have been us years ago, like, we would have given different advice. Or had different conversations, I should say. Yeah, definitely different conversations. And it's just, I wish I could yeah. write a letter to my old self. Like, yeah, sis. exactly. Like, and and that's what I, ho- I honestly hope with this podcast does. Like, if I could speak to my younger self, this is what I would, I would, if I knew what I knew then, what I know now. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Stay away from <laughs> <laughs> I would just make a list of things to go away from. Oh man. Jesus Christ. I just um 
yeah, it, it's just, it's fun to sit and do this because it's like, yeah, it is giving yourself advice or hopefully maybe we're helping somebody else too that listens yeah. that's going to, to something. Um, love yourself who are nobody. Right. So speaking of loving, is it wrong to love inanimate objects hard? Like, okay. Um, how do I put this? Like, um, you know how we love the cross and we worship the cross and then in other religions, like they worship Buddha and Buddha is an inanimate object. And even though I understand what the cross represents, it's still an inanimate object. Exactly. Uh, so is that wrong? Uh, it depends on like how you live in like yeah, if you live in hard an inanimate object, um, we're not supposed to. I don't think we should get attached to earthly things like physical things. I think we should more gravitate to like um, qualities that you can take with you wherever that no one else can take from you because. Like, you're in love with this car. What happens if if someone steals it or busts out all your windows? You're in love with this purse. What happens if someone steals it? it? It burns in a fire. Like, I don't think it's good to get so attached and to worship and to love inanimate objects. Like, we, like you said, we associate the cross with Jesus, but that's not Jesus. There was nothing... Right. There was nothing... That in the story that said that Jesus said, "I love crosses." Like we we associated that because that's where he died. That's how he died. But he never said, "Oh, this is me. This is who I am. Worship this. Like this this represents me." No, he never said anything about the cross. You know, I wonder. I wonder how or who came up with us worshiping the cross then? Because if you you're right, that's where he died. So why would we? That's what we want to remember. Okay, so we we try to remember where he died. And that's like our symbol of his love for us. And he's coming back and whatnot. But in the same breath, we do celebrations of life. Why didn't we, why don't we have necklaces with crowns on them? Right. Or, um. Yeah, I don't know, crowns or like a, a royal robe or something like that. Why do we? I don't. That's weird. Yeah, and and it all goes back to false idols and worshiping idols, and I think that falls in the idol category, especially when it's an inanimate object. Like, and it's I, I I've learned I think just from personal experience and loving something so much and then keep losing it like I've had so many iPods get lost or stolen I'm just like whatever now but when you get like that's why you still got you still have an iPod no I don't but uh. <laughs> I had an iPod <laughs> like it's, it's just hard to it's hard for me personally to get attached to things because they can be taken away so easily and I get, I get attached to things um my car, I named it. 
I used to have a car. It had a name, like... I mean, but that's your car, like... Well, I'm like that with clothes and stuff, too. I don't name my clothes, but, like, you know you have clothes that you've had since... Yeah. Like, I have things... I still have things I've had since high school. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, you know, I can't get rid of it, even if I can't fit it anymore or barely fit it. It's like, but I still need it. And, and like, in that instance, what happens if you just lose it? Like, then I'm sad. Exactly. You know, you know what? When I go out sometimes, I think about the clothes that you guys said that, because when I first moved here, you guys said that I dress country. And I think about some of the outfits that I've given away or thrown out over the years. And I'm just like, you know what? This stuff is coming back in style and I could be rocking it i was so ahead of my time you know what we should have just let you be yourself you should have no y'all aren't y'all aren't but then i'd be seeing some people and i'd be like man you ain't got no friends <laughs> yeah so no but like dresses and stuff that i had yeah sometimes i wish i still had i feel it I just want to see what I could do in it now because I didn't, you know, got a little, got a little hip. I mean, I think it's okay to get attached to some stuff. It's just like you're not worshiping your clothes. No, but like, okay, what about like Beyonce? Which Beyonce is not Jesus. As much as people want to say she's perfect, she's perfect. Well, she's even said that she's not God. Like, we we worship her. We want to be like her. Oh my gosh, she's our idol. It's it's good to take good qualities from her. She exudes confidence. She makes you feel like, psh. <laughs> but we shouldn't be worshiping a person. Things we shouldn't be worshiping things, objects, any of that. So you say you're saying we should just worship traits. I don't. I don't think we should. Wor- if anything, worship God. Worship. Uh, however you look at the creator, whether it's your higher power, your the universe, God, whatever, like, that's the person or the power entity that you probably should worship. Anything else, like, you shouldn't be worshiping anything. You should praise. Mm. So what about time, though? Shouldn't we worship the time we have let's let's kinda. google worship i don't i want to like get a very clear precise definition hold on okay but say ain't nothing but a word <laughs> <laughs> okay so definition is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity you got an english version <laughs> Um, it says, like, the worship of God. That's their... So, basically, you shouldn't be worshiping something as if it's God. And we worship Beyonce as if she's God. Yeah, well... People, I should say We do, yeah, yeah, because I don't. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you ever hear about the story about, um, okay, when she came out with... I want to say it was her I Am Sasha Fierce album. There was a Beyonce church that was created. And every song from that Beyonce wrote by herself from each of her albums, they translated it into like the word of B and made it into a Bible. 
and they'd have sermons and this girl actually committed suicide and offered her and left a note offering herself up as an offering to Beyonce yeah that's 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 crazy like that's just crazy to me we for you to say I will give my life for this person who I'm worshiping I, I don't know that's just insane to me you don't even know them you just you just know what they want you to know oh my gosh so on Twitter, it's called the the Bible, the Bible, yeah. and it says, "Bezos gave me life, and I'm here to serve her." The Church of Bezos, yeah, yeah, like the National Church of B. This is crazy. Yeah, it. This all goes back to when you know who you are. Like you said, you try, you love yourself first. And then go from there, cause I don't know. I I just can't worship, man. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it. I went to a. There was a church actually in Nashville, and it's like a little like you would never hear about it because they don't have anything. But um, they also have, I think, a couple more churches. But they were telling me about the idols part, and they were like. No, that's why none of our tar- churches have pictures. None of them have crosses. It's just a building, like, because they try and follow the Bible. That's why I really like them, but they try and, like, live by the actual words. So it's not, like, do as I say and not as I do type of thing. But shouldn't that – that should be how all churches should be. It should be, but the br- – and it's crazy because why aren't they? Why don't we listen to the word and then we get mad that things aren't going how we want it to, but we're not even listening. Because we pick and choose yeah. what what we want to pick yeah. and choose. Because we're 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 only flesh and I mean, yeah, I mean nobody's perfect, but it's still like it's except Beyonce. <laughs> we still <laughs> pick and choose what we want to listen to and then we'll be like, oh well I didn't know. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy world. I wonder, like, I can't wait until we can start going to different planets. I just want to see what oh they're doing Oh, my gosh, I know. <laughs> like, I think seriously. I mean that was, like, the aliens ro- roll past Earth and be like, whoop, child, the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I just want to see, but I feel like I don't, I don't want to be, like, the first guinea pig going up there. I want to wait a few years until like yeah. more common people have done it, and then it's like okay, I can go because I'm scared they're gonna just leave us up there, like experiments to see if we can survive. I don't know. Yeah, I just if there's so many questions I actually have about that, like like I know they say the universe and all of this, but I would love for someone to just prove to us is the Earth flat? Let's end this forever, <laughs> like. I think Kyrie Irving said, like, the earth was flat or something. I'm just like, why is this still going around? Let's prove this. Why don't we have the technology to prove this type of stuff, to show the planets, to show how, like, or maybe we do. Because the earth, I don't know. Because the earth is round. Well, yeah, I know. But, yeah, no, oh, okay, I'm like, no. But it's still, some some people, people still, you know, debate about that. And my thing was, we're debating about it because we don't have the truth. 
But why don't I we think have people, technology to give us the truth? Well, we did have technology. Didn't there's been people who've traveled around the world, like around it. Keyword round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. golly. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So, <laughs> well, um I I guess that's going to kind of wrap things up here. <laughs> so, um thank you for joining us for another episode. Again, this one was titled Basically Ain't No Nothing Like the One I Get The Love I Got. <laughs> the Love I yeah. Got. <laughs> um so we'll be back for another week next week a um, couple of things again if you have a question comment concern or you have a topic um, any brown bag talk you want to discuss need advice anything send us an email the basically brown podcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram and twitter um, instagram is basically brown podcast and twitter is basically two brown yes. right? okay um, check. Make sure you guys are checking out our brown bosses. And if you know somebody, again, please don't hesitate to let us know. We want to learn about all of our brown bosses. And um, love yourself first, and don't go looking for love in other people. Indeed. All right. You got anything else? Um. That's it for me. All right. Well, this has been the Basically Brown Podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Shakira. And we're out. out.